Good evening and welcome to the Apple Store Regent Street in London. To introduce tonight's event, please welcome our guest moderator, Sally Whittle. Good evening. Hi there. Um, thanks to everyone for joining us and welcome to the event this evening. We're going to be talking about the new to the UK Anki Drive. Um, now, I am a blogger. I write a blog called Who's the Mummy? And with my eight-year-old daughter, Flea, who we'll introduce soon, um, we've been testing out the Anki Drive at home. Um, and I'm here with Boris, the creator of the product, and we're going to be talking about some of the capabilities, and we're going to get a, a look at how the product works and, and hopefully explain some of the technology and some of the features that are most useful to you. Um, I guess just opening up, I was really interested, Boris, about how this product is different than the kind of slot racing games and those kind of things that I'd have played when I was a kid, or video games. It seems to combine the two. Can you explain to us how Anki Drive works? I'd love to. So one of the things that makes it special is that it's uh, it's closer to a video game, but in physical form. And so whereas with slot cars or remote control cars, you're giving them a command and they just execute it. Here, the cars are they're, they're robots. They understand exactly where they are. They understand where the other ones are. They can move precisely. They can communicate. And so what we are actually doing is programming a video game on top of them, where the mobile devices that run the game, they understand everything that's happening. So we can bring them to life, give them a personality, make them intelligent. And whichever cars you're not controlling, they'll come to life and actually compete against you. So you mentioned the AI, which is a really big feature yeah. of Anki Drive. Now, for me playing the game, what it looks like is the cars are smart and they're trying to beat they you. Um, they seem to know where they are on the track, where the other cars are, they're attacking each other, they're bumping into each other, which is great fun if you're trying to beat your kid, by the way. Um, <laughs> explain to me how does that work? What's the AI component and, and how is it developed? Yeah. So what happens is that every single car, whether you're controlling it or driving themselves, um, they're pretty sophisticated. So there's a 50 megahertz computer inside each car, which on its own is, uh, on its own is kind of crazy because my first computer was a 33 megahertz and it cost uh, uh, well over $2,000, I think. Um, and uh, and now you have a you know you can put a 50 megahertz computer inside the cars themselves. And so what happens is that as they're driving, they actually uh, have a sensor that looks downwards at the track. And that sensor sees through the upper layer of the track. So everything that looks like the track to us is transparent to the cars. And they see a code inside of it that only they can see. And so they read that code 500 times a second. They understand what it means. They, they understand their position from it. And they use it to drive incredibly precisely. And so then as they're driving, they're sending that information back to um, the iP iPad or iPod Touch or iPhone that's running the game. And that phone knows everything that's happening. And so now if you and I are playing and there's, let's say, three cars, you control one, I control one. The third one uses that information and knowing where you are and where I am to then become intelligent and figure out how to make its personality come to life. So he'll sneak up We thought that you. was a really cool feature that even if yeah. two of us were playing, you could have four cars on the track. Yes. And the two cars that weren't controlled by you don't just kind of go around. They interact with your cars and try and knock them off the track or That's go right. faster. And not only that, but they'll actually have their own personalities, the various difficulty levels where if um, you play with one character, he might be more defensive. Uh, uh, and kind of sneaky. Another one might be very, very aggressive and offensive. Um, and you could go so far as to play against three robotic car opponents all off of one device that you're using without having anybody else nearby. And so how much will or how will your car change as you play? You mentioned about the upgrades, and I know that there's a garage facility where you can kind of add 
um, modifications to your car. That's right. And so we think of them w w almost less as cars and more as characters because every single one of them, it starts with already some affinity to a certain type of gameplay. Uh, this one is Hattie one of our new characters. He's the fastest, most agile car in the game. Another one uh, is uh, um, you know kind of the stocky, thicker, shielded car. Um, but as you play, you earn uh, upgrade points, which becomes your currency for upgrading your character. And so now you can do things like upgrade the engine. And so let's say you upgrade the engine in the app for that particular car. That car will now start driving faster in the game. You upgrade the armor, it'll become better shielded. You, you uh, give it a new weapon or a new special ability, and now you have access to it. And that's the magic that we're used to in a video game that has never been present in a toy because we've, nobody's ever had the ability to control a physical game like this purely with software. And tell me about the app within, um, we've played it on an iPad and an iPhone and an iPod. Um, it seems very simple to use, but yep. how was that developed? Tell us about some of the key things you can do with the app. Yeah, so the app is a free download and it becomes your portal into the game. So you can uh, use it to start games, to upgrade cars, to connect to other devices. Um, and the app is actually where the video game is happening. So we, in effect, have a video game inside the phone that matches a physical world, and the robotics and the AI is what kind of synchronizes the two. Um, and so you use the app as a controller. You can command the car's speed. You can steer the car. You can uh, uh, select which weapon you want to use. You can use them inside the game. Um, but even as you're playing, that device that you're holding is actually thinking for all of the other cars in the game and making them behave intelligently relative to what you're doing. Okay, and so the app works with more or less any iOS device that's currently available, is that right? That's right, so uh, um, anything that's about two, two and a half years old or newer, so uh, iPhone 4S and above, and then iPad mini, iPad 3 and so on, and as well as iPad, uh, iPod touches. And you and I were just talking about, because the app is the portal into the game, that allows you to offer upgrades to the game for free, right. so if you buy the game today, it will continue to evolve. So that's one of the one of the really unique aspects here is that um, we have this uh, this system which has a lot of really interesting components and technologies in it, but we pushed every bit of the complexity into the app as well, itself. And so when we upgrade the app, the app can upgrade the software on the cars. And what that means is that um, as you, as we keep developing the game further, the game can fundamentally change. We've we've already done this multiple times. We've unlocked new game modes, uh, deeper upgrade systems, and all of that's been free upgrades. And mm -hmm. so even people that bought the game, let's say somebody bought it in the US when we launched in October, um, they can upgrade the app and they'll have the newest experience. And the game now is much better than it was back then. Yeah. But it doesn't matter when you bought the game, you'll always have it. So can you give us a sneak peek? If I was to buy Anki Drive today, what kind of things are coming down the track? Uh, so we have uh, so many exciting things going on. Um, uh, at a high level, one of the things that we're um, you know, most excited about is uh, you know, we don't even th we think of this you know less as a racing game and more as an ability to bring characters to life mm -hmm. and to you know program them with software and so one of the things that we're really pushing on is these characters which are already very distinct and uh, and and unique in their own ways we're trying to really think about all of the ways that we can make them come to life even further and make the personalities of each of these cars even more differentiated as you play than they were when you started and that's something that's a continual work in progress, but again, because it's just software, um, we can continue to work on that over time and make it uh, much uh, an, a constantly evolving experience that keeps this fun almost like a video game can evolve rather than what you would think of traditionally as a toy. 
So you mentioned also that you've recently added race mode to the game. Yep. That that's a new feature, I understand. That's right. So you can think of it as almost like a parallel to uh, to Mario Kart, where there's in Mario Kart there's a free for all mode where you can kind of battle with each other, and then there's a, a race mode where you're racing first a certain number of laps, but then you use your weapons and abilities to get ahead. Uh, it's a similar concept here, except it's a little edgier. There's a lot. Uh, there's there's kind of more, uh, you know, kind of combinations of weapons and abilities. But at the end of the day, it's two different types of game mode and different strategies work better for different ones. Okay, so I'm kind of here as a proxy for my eight-year-old, and I know that there are two key things that she wants to know, which is, one, what's the best weapon, and <laughs> two, which one is the best car? Okay, so... Well, first of all, it depends on uh, uh, on your per your personal st uh, driving style and personality. So I hear you like Ro, which is kind of the energy-based, more defensive character. Um, I like Korax because he's kind of uh, really aggressive. Has it's all about like guns and weapons and uh, and being very aggressive. Um, other people like this guy because he's just the fastest, most agile character. Um, it truly depends. There's people that swear that um, one character is better than the rest, but um, but we know through lots and lots of testing that they're actually quite balanced. Um, but as far as weapons, this is where it gets interesting. So um, each car comes equipped with um, what we call a pulse carbine. So it's kind of a basic uh, uh, kind of machine gun. It has a kind of a cone that shoots out of the car. Um, you can upgrade uh, and get a rail gun, which is kind of a laser that shoots forward straight from the car. You can get landmines to drop and and uh, uh, get the guy behind you. Um, there's an EMP which kind of blows up from uh, radially from your car, and then. Combined with those um, weapons, there's all these special abilities. So you can, for example, teach your car to drive backwards. And so when you have that ability, your car can just flip around and start driving backwards on the track, causing all sorts of havoc. And then when you're uh, when you uh, turn it off, you'll start driving forwards again. Likewise, you can um, uh, you can use turbo boost, you can use shields, you can use uh, tractor beams to pull the other cars closer to you. So it really becomes um, kind of a a balancing uh, uh, force because uh, every time somebody has a strategy that works for them, you can find something that really messes up their strategy and then they have to adapt again. Okay, and this is a question for me, who's been playing against an eight-year-old all week. <laughs> what are your top tips for winning at Anki Drive? <laughs> uh, practice when they're asleep. <laughs> 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 okay, so I understand that we've got a video that we're going to show, um, which I will hand over to these guys, and then we're going to see it in action.
Okay, I know we're going to do a demo, but I just wanted to ask, before you start, the cars look incredibly cool. Can you tell me about the design process and, and who came up with these vehicles? So from the beginning, we wanted, uh, we wanted to come up with a style that um, what didn't look like a traditional toy. We didn't want something that looks uh, you know, really great to a, um, you know, to a seven or eight-year-old, but then looks like very, um, uh, you know, doesn't look very appealing to an adult. And so we, we immediately thought, what is a sort of um, design language that makes sense for something like that? And so we, uh, we found somebody um, uh, that we got really excited about named Harold Belker, who's a famous designer in Hollywood that does futuristic vehicles for Hollywood movies. So he, uh, he's a designer behind um, uh, Minority Report, Cars, Total Recall, the Cars in Total Recall. Uh, he designed an early version of um, the uh, Batmobile, the Tron Light Cycles, and even he designed an Iron Man face mask and car. And so he, he really captured that sleek, futuristic style that we were going after. Um, and so we got in touch with him through kind of a mutual contact, and he agreed to design all of the cars that you see in, uh, in the Anki Drive universe. Um, and, uh, and so originally he started as a contractor, and he actually joined us um, full-time maybe about a year ago. Um, I think we might be a little, little easier to work with in the movie industry, folks. Um, uh, but he's been having a great time. Um, but more than anything... You know, we're, we're going after that style that's like uh, futuristic, like 30 years in the future, what would a concept car look like? And that happens to be something that looks really cool to, uh, uh, to an eight-year-old, correct? Yeah, great. Uh, and it also looks really cool to all of us because it's, uh, uh, you know, it's the sort of cars that we grew up with looking at uh, in style close to you know, sci-fi movies. Okay, cool. Are you ready to show us how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're going to do a couple of things. So first, I'm going to show um, a piece of uh, what's what's part of the new user experience. So there's an onboarding where right out of the box, we want it to be very clear that this isn't just a traditional remote control car. It's not, it's not a glorified slot car set. There's a lot of technology and thought process in every one of these cars. Um, and so the first thing that happens is uh, there's a tutorial and an onboarding that uh, where the cars show off what they're capable of. And so I'll run through that, um, and then we'll actually get to some gameplay where, um, uh, where uh, our assistant will um, teach me how to play, and then we'll battle it out with each other, and then we'll get the AI robotic cars um, involved as well. And so I am. Uh, so I'm running this off of an iPhone, um, iPhone 5. Uh, could be any device we talked about. And so we're we're connecting to these characters using Bluetooth Low Energy. So there's no pairing or anything. They're just synced up. And I'm just going to go ahead and add them to the track, and give them a push. And so. As they drive, they understand exactly where they are. They can set their speed. They, they know when they're on a turn on a straightaway. And, and they drive on their own. So if I pick one up, you know, and I take him and I put him the wrong way, he doesn't like it. He'll flip around. He'll go back, back in line. And now we can start doing some interesting things. So the phone here knows everything that's happening at all times. And so now we can do things like uh, control the car's speeds. And so they can go faster. They can go slower. Um, they can move really precisely, not just forward and back, but they can steer left and right. And we have really fine precision over everything that's happening because uh, we can control them down to really, really, really fine, uh, uh, fine variations of, uh, of what we want to do. And so now we can start using this as kind of a design language to help us program video games on top of these characters. And so this sort of leapfrogging and interaction this wouldn't be possible if we were just remote controlling a car. This only works because we can make the physical cars do what we want, and whatever they do, 
they feed feed that back to the phone and we know what they, they're doing virtually. And so now we can do some interesting things like, for example, let's say we wanted to give the uh, yellow car, Korai, a, um, a weapon. Weapons enabled. And so now the car's got a gun and he can... He can go and... Uh, and uh, attack uh, Boson over there, and so everybody feels sorry for Boson. So I'll uh, bring him back to life, and um, and now he gets a special ability called the Tractor Beam, where he can go on his own and get his revenge. So he can use it and uh, suck the other car in here. And so he's sucking the car in, and then he's uh, firing on it, and and so uh, oh, <laughs> there we go. And then he shows off, he's a little showboat. And so this shows you some of the basic abilities of what these cars are able to do. And this becomes our, our tools for programming a video game. And even when you're controlling a car, it actually helps you drive. So it, uh, it helps you execute your motions far better than you could actually do it yourself. In fact, um, if, you, uh, if you do the math and scaled it up to real world size, it would be as if you were driving the car 250 miles an hour at scale uh, down a highway um, with a concrete wall on either side of your car, a tenth of an inch from each of your mirrors. That's actually how precisely these cars can drive. But all of that's happening on a surface um, that you can roll out in any living room. Uh, so um, wait, do you want to help me out here? All right, come on up. You, you ready for, uh, for this? Yes. Okay, so we're going to play a game. So um, we're going to start, I'm going to say, uh, play with friends here. So, so you can play it solo or you can play with your friends. Um, I'll go ahead and host the game. So you can okay. say my friend will host. And so the devices see each other. I'll pull you in. And so now our phones are connected. And it's just like a gaming console where now we have a two-player game with two controllers. And I'm going to go ahead and do a... Um, uh, a battle, and we're gonna do uh, first to uh, to five kills. So first one to disable their opponent five times. Okay. And now um, we're gonna select our cars. So we got um, Boson. Uh, up. Oh, okay. There we go. You got. Uh, you're fast. Um, I'll go ahead and do um, uh, Korai, the yellow car. And each one's unique. It has. They're upgraded a little bit. And uh, I'm gonna add an AI opponent. Uh, and the red car row. We're gonna make it. Um, what do you think? Easy. Oh. Hard. Okay. You sure? Okay, we're gonna do hard. Okay, and so now um, we got a three-player game. So you know what? I'm gonna start with just you and me because I need to learn how to play first. Okay. Okay. And uh, uh, I'm gonna take uh, row off the track, and uh, you and I are gonna play. So you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna say start, and so now you and I. Match begins in three, two, one. Okay. So. We're driving, and uh, I'm uh, so I'm not doing anything. My car's just driving on its own. So how do I play? Uh, you have to control your speed. Okay, so I can go faster. And then I'm I just going to shoot you. You're gonna shoot me. Yeah. Was... <laughs> Alright, I wasn't ready. <laughs> and uh, and then how do I steer? Uh, you just kind of tilt uh, to go into the inside lane. All right, like so I'm going to tilt to the outside. I go to the outside. Yeah, I tilt to the tilt inside. To I go to the inside. Yeah. And so this is interesting because there's uh, there's virtual buffers on the side that keep you from going off the track. Mm. And so this is one of the things that... Uh, oh. <laughs> nope. uh, you just knocked me off. Please you know, your back on. To yep. the track. Did you do that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, got my way. All right, so now I'm going to actually... Uh, I'm going to fight back now. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so when I shoot, you actually feel it, and uh, ah, I can use my I can use my tractor beam and uh, pull you in, and then uh, check this out. Oh, uh, get behind you. 
And uh, hey, <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> all right, nice shot. <laughs> that was me. All right, um, you ready for uh, for row? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm gonna add our uh, our friend here. And so now Ro, he is uh, he's gonna drive himself. So I'm gonna let you play against Ro. Oh no! So he's shooting me now. He, Oh. And so you're playing against a robotic car that's driving himself. He's uh, he's being driven by uh, my phone, uh, and he's thinking about how to get a uh, how to get uh, get away from you and how to uh, take you down. And uh, I'll go ahead and play with you as well. So now, so I'm driving, and so now uh, here we are. We're playing, and so Rose coming up behind me, and so he's actually stalking me. So I'm being I'm being stalked by a robotic car. That's actually thinking about how to how to get behind me and take me out. <laughs> Have you beaten the AI on hard? Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I mostly just mock them on easy. You, you got him on easy? Well, now he's on hard. All right, here we go. Let's play. I just pulled him in with the tractor beam. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. All right. Ah, what the? Oh. <laughs> That was it. That was his victory. What was, what was the score? Rematch. Re rematch? Yeah. <laughs> Can you teach me how, how to use the garage first? Okay. Okay. So what was the score? So we got um, we got beat five to four to one. Um, I was one. And so. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> so you're opening up a, a garage view of this car, and you see it in your device, right? Yes. Okay. So what do you? <laughs> so what do you see? Uh, I see a car. <laughs> <laughs> and you also see, what what is all this right here? It's the things that shows you how high the the levels thing, are. Yeah. Right. So there's an energy subsystem. There's a engine, chassis, combat. And so mm -hmm. if you go to like, for example, your engine, you see all these upgrades, right? Yeah. And so each of those upgrades, it actually modifies the characteristics of your car. So if you upgrade its um, uh, its uh, its engine, your car will actually be much faster than it was before. But the interesting thing is that uh, these guys, as you upgrade them, they actually keep their statistics. And so if you have a level 10, uh, 10 row character, it's just like a role-playing game. That car is now superior to your friend's level 5 character, and it's also customized to your style. So if you put all of your upgrades into the combat system, that's a fundamentally different character than if you put your upgrades into the uh, energy system. And now uh, let's go to the uh, armory over here. Oh, oops. Let's go back in here. And... Uh, Go ahead and go to the army. So tell me about. Um, so here are the weapons. So tell me about. Tell me about the weapons. Uh. Which ones do you like here? Uh. Machine gun. There's a machine gun. <laughs> There's a machine gun. Where's the landmine? Uh. All right. I don't know. So you see a landmine right there, right? Oh. And so 
if you were to uh, if you were to use your upgrade points to uh, buy the la- uh, the landmine, your car would now have landmines that you can Which actually I drop. Which I literally just did. You just did. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> watch out. Um, and so this becomes like a video game character where you're customizing uh, not just its characteristics, but also its weapons, its abilities. And when you play against it, uh, the AI will actually use those as well. And um, in the end, that's what makes it special, is that this is a video game in the real world. This becomes a canvas where we're programming a video game. Um, all of those uh, elements add depth to the game. And so the things that keep a video game fun, um, that the way you explore and you uh, find new upgrades, you find new challenges, the same thing is happening here, but it's something that has never existed in physical form before. And um, one of the interesting things that we've, um, we've started to really play around with is that um, is releasing an SDK as well. So we, we look at this, and for us, we're literally just, we have video game designers and video game developers programming a video game in physical form. Um, and so we've released a beta version of an SDK where you can actually program these characters yourself. You can give it, connect to them, you can give them commands, tell them to go faster, slower, steer, and over time, we're gonna continue to upgrade um, the uh, API and um, allow you to uh, develop more and more sophisticated capabilities um, um, and and hopefully come close to developing the sort of logic that, that we develop um, in the game ourselves. So what, what are your thoughts about the game? What do you think about it? Uh, I think the game is quite cool that you can control it. Yeah. Is it easy? Yes. Yeah? Just okay. if you win. That's because you're playing against me, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. You're you found it, did you find it easy to play? Yes. And so, easy to win. So any suggestions? <laughs> any suggestions? Like what you, what's missing in the game? Um, maybe you should get a, a weapon that can just blow up every car. That's not, that's not very fair to the other cars, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least you'd win. That, that's true. All right, we'll pass that on to our game designers. <laughs> Next upgrade, we'll get you that weapon. Yeah. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Awesome. You're a great assistant. Thank you for your help. Okay. And so I, I know also, though, Flea did have a couple of other questions. Did you? Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Um, how did you hear about the technology? So... How do we come... How, yeah. how do we develop? Well, yeah. so it's interesting. So we were... Um, the three, there were three of us that started the company. And um, we were graduate students. We were uh, doing our PhDs in robotics at Carnegie Mellon um, in, uh, uh, in Pennsylvania in the United States. Um, and... Um, uh, I was working on autonomous cars, but like really huge ones. So I was working on cars that you would put in the forest and you would give it a goal like 12 kilometers away. And, um, and it would have to figure out how to get there and do it safely. And then um, we started thinking, um, there's all these really great technologies that are being used for um, research, for space applications, for um, big um, manufacturing plants. Uh, nobody was making products for, uh, for consumers for, um, that everybody could buy. And so we wanted to make a company that, um, that focused on, uh, uh, on applications of robotics that could reinvent categories of products. And for us, uh, entertainment was a really great place to start where this looks like a racing game, but it's actually a lot of um, robotics and artificial intelligence technologies that, um, that are building blocks for all the things that we want to do in the future. So it's ways for um, characters to position themselves, uh, to move precisely, to communicate with each other, um, to think about what they want to do. Um, and that makes it possible for us to work on our next products that now can use those pieces to, uh, to go much deeper than they could otherwise. Oh, yeah, so could you make, like, a good car turn really evil and blow up everything? Kind of like the one that you wanted? Yeah. 
<laughs> to win. Yeah, so because um, because like we're programming these characters and we can use software, we actually can give them personality. So we can make them good, evil, sneaky, um, fiendish, uh, cooperative. Um, winning. Uh, and uh, what's that? Winning. And or, or always winning. And so there's yeah. a so you just got a new car, uh, Korax. Remember him? Yeah. So Korax is uh, he's a special character. He's um, pretty evil. Uh, he's the most aggressive uh, offensive character in the game. He's all about guns. Could he he's, blow up everything? He can blow up everything. He likes the landmines. So you just got a landmine. Uh, he's very good at the landmines. Uh, and uh, he's not just evil. He's also kind of... Um, uh, he's kind of arrogant, and so you can't actually drive Korax yourself until you've beaten him in combat. And then he'll respect you, and then he'll let you drive him. And so now you have a character who is um, who actually remembers uh, uh, remembers who he's played against, and only those people that have beaten him can actually control him. So these are the sort of uh, gameplay elements that we can add into the game that um, that you could never do with traditional toys. Is there going to be like a new track, or maybe uh, when are you going to release new cars? So we're uh, we're always working on new characters. Um, Harold's already um, hard at work because um, mm -hmm. uh, it's actually a really interesting process. He can't just um, come up with a new car. He's he has to make a character that actually fits on the body of the car. Um, it has to be weighed in a certain way because if even a few grams of weight move from the back to the front, it completely changes the um, uh, the algorithms that need to work on uh, keeping the car driving smoothly. Um, and so, but he's uh, hard at work, so he's making new cars. And um, as for tracks, um, we've actually made a, a few other tracks. They'll be available at some point um, in the future here. Um, and they're interesting because um, they capture different gameplay styles. So this one's an oval. We have things like intersections where cars can cross over and, uh, and do winning. Um, and what? And winning. Uh, they'll help you win. So, Cor so Korax, uh, he, he drops landmines on the intersection. So that's, um, that's his, his sneaky move. Um, but the interesting thing is that this track here, um, so you see how it's not, it doesn't have any electronics inside of it. It's just printed. And so we use special kinds of ink and, uh, and uh, optics tricks to do it. But that means that we can actually print many environments, and each one captures a completely different game. And we can bring that to life. OK, so which car is your favorite? Um, so I kind of like Korax, the mean one. Um, oh. uh, I also like Ro, the one that's... Uh, is that your favorite? Yeah, because he just knocks everything off. Knocks everything off. Uh, and wins. And wins. <laughs> like he did five seconds ago. <laughs> he did. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your least favorite? Uh, the slowest one who doesn't win. That's true. So, I don't um, know which one that is, though. <laughs> so you're going to like um, uh, the orange car, Hadian, because he can go so fast that um, uh, when you use a turbo boost, he'll actually drift on the turns. And um, there's a lot of software that's happening on the car to help him measure how fast he's drifting. And it'll actually, if you do it just right, he'll control himself and slingshot around the curve and recover. Um, because uh, what he's doing is he's actually... Um, uh, he's adjusting his wheel commands 500 times a second in order to stay in control. And because he's the fastest car, he needs to do it better than any other car. So maybe he'll, he'll become your favorite car. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I know one of the things that we've talked about that we think is cool is that when you make those enhancements to your car or you go up a level in your car, the, that stays with the car. So you could go and play with somebody else. So Flea could go and play with her cousins at their house and mm -hmm. take the car with her. That's, That's right. right. Or you let your bar cousins borrow your uh, your red car row because you've already upgraded the engine and, and uh, got the landmine, I guess, too. Um, and so that's you know, that was pretty intentional because um, you know, it, you know, if you go back to... Um, 
the kind of the foundations of the toy industry. It's not the toys. Toys are not popular or a big industry because um, there's a lot of gameplay. It's because there's a attachment to physical characters that you can hold. This is much more fun because you can hold it and see it than if it was just on a screen. Um, and so, by using the fact that we're controlling everything with the app and with software, um, we can make it so this character becomes um, uh, an even deeper connection. So when you upgrade your character, your car, the reason we wanted to remember how you upgraded it is so that it's not just some virtual upgrade, but it's actually a, a change to your character. And now it's not just any row, it's your personal row, and now you're attached to it. And if your cousin steals it and doesn't give it back, you're actually upset because that's the character that you've upgraded all this time. And so it's kind of this... Uh, uh, this heightened sense of attachment that you get with a character because it's not just physical, but you've changed it and it's personal. Um, I don't know, do you want to open up to questions and see if anybody um, in the audience has got any questions for Boris? Yeah. Um, we do have a microphone and a few minutes time if anybody would like to ask anything. Um, I've got a question. Do you have regular competitions at Anki? And if so, who's the best driver uh, player in the team? There's a very clear answer to that question. So we have, um, we have lots of tournaments and uh, competitions because that's our... Um, our excuses were testing. Uh, in reality, we're, um, uh, we're having happy hours and having a lot of battles among all of ourselves. Uh, and it gets really competitive and really fun. Um, uh, and we, we find a lot of fe new features and bugs that we try to fix as a result. Uh, by far, the absolute best person in the office is our, one of our testers, Paul. Uh, he plays the game nonstop, all day long. I think Paul might be able to beat you. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to play it sometime. But he's the only person I've ever seen who can beat three AI cars in the hardest setting simultaneously um, uh, using Row, actually. That's his favorite car as well because um, he uses a shield. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's a, it's interesting because there's a depth to it that somebody who's played that long, they figure out kind of permutations of tricks um, uh, and uh, specifics of timings that are very hard to overcome. But then it's very easy for a four or five-year-old to play even if they're not steering because you know they just push a button and the car will stay on the road um but yes it's our tester who um uh so it's the testers first and then it's the game designer second because he made all the rules um and uh i used to be really good and i used to know all these like bugs and exploit exploits but then uh they fixed all of them and so now i can't i, I can't cheat like i used to you talk as if um when you're talking about the different weapons on there on one of the options are there other are there other weapons which you will be developing which will make it a bit more difficult, like a bonus level or something like that? Yeah, so when you start playing, your character is pretty basic. It's just like a role-playing game, like you're playing World of Warcraft. It's a level one character. And you have a, just a basic machine gun. You have your special ability. So these guys maybe have a tractor beam or a shield. Um, but as you play, you unlock those different weapons. And you don't have them at the start. But as you get more advanced, they become available. So for example, there's an EMP, um, which is kind of this energy burst from your car that disables the other cars. Um, you have to upgrade your character to be able to hold additional weapons and then get that weapon in order to use it. But then once you have it, you can use it and it becomes part of your arsenal. Um, so as we keep upgrading the game, there's weapons that are unique to certain cars where only those cars will have them. Uh, and there's also just weapons that we haven't even released yet that in the future we'll release. Um, and they just become available as one of the uh, options in the armory that uh, if you have the right uh, configuration, you can, you can use them as well. So like the ones that will blow up everything? The ones that will blow up everything. We're, uh, uh, as soon as we get out of here, we're going to start working on it, that exact one. You're going to love it. Will there be an option where you can actually create your own 
weapon as well. So, for instance, if she wanted to have a weapon that's so indestructible <laughs> that it's very hard to come by, she'll be the only one who can get it based on a time mm -hmm. limit as well. So this, this is where we're excited about the, um, the SDK. Um, and we're, we're still in the very early stages, but if you like fast forward and, um, and, uh, and, th and we think about where we want to go in the future, we want to do exactly that. We want to let you not only control these cards, but start modifying elements of the game, um, uh, changing parameters, um, uh, giving, you know, creating a new weapon that somebody can just share down the road, uh, potentially even letting you program the uh, uh, personality or the, uh, or the AI for your character and then having your, your two drones compete. So that's, that's a long ways down the road, but in the same way that a video game does that, we can do the same thing because um, we have access to all the information that's happening physically. And so the sort of things that you would do to develop a, um, a, a Counter-Strike character, for example, we could do in, um, uh, in physical form. Um, and uh, the other area that we're really excited about is Zen Education because this becomes a good platform for having kids think about logic and how they can make characters um, uh, achieve certain goals and missions. And um, you, know, you like something that's real more than something that's on a screen. It's, just, it's, it's inevitable. You just connect better with things that you can touch. Um, and so... It's something that uh, we're really excited about um, pushing in that direction as soon as we um, you know, kind of mature as a platform and have the cycles to, to develop on it. That's great. Thank you for your question. Do we have the next question? Uh, talking about your application, is it a cross-platform or just iOS only? Uh, so right now it's just iOS only. Um, for us, uh, it, was a, it was a really great platform to develop on. I'll tell you, one of the most difficult things um, when we started was the wireless communications because a lot of products just have a device that's connected to one thing. Maybe it's a Fitbit or a speaker or something like that. Um, when we play, it's actually a really complex network um, where if, let's say, four of us were playing, that means whoever hosts, that device is connected to three other iOS devices and four cars simultaneously and is shuffling around seven connections in real time. Um, that's something that's very complex and the iOS ecosystem actually made it a lot easier to develop on it because there was a consistency all around. Thank you. We've got a question on the back row. So just um, interested in the, the track itself, um, you are able to buy multiple tracks and I presume, is that correct? Yeah, so right now it's, uh, this one is in the base set. In the future we will um, also release um, ad the additional tracks. Um, but uh, each one will will enable new gameplay and um, make it possible to have, uh, uh, to have experiences that certain other tracks won't allow. And so right now, um, the base set comes with the first two characters, the first track that you see here, and all the accessories that you need. And in the future, we'll release additional tracks. Um, and whatever characters you have will work on those tracks as well. I think what's nice, if I can just make a comment as someone who's been playing the game, is that although it's only one track, you've got multiple modes of playing. So you can play battle modes, you can do short races, you can add in the AI characters, or you can play against each other, you can team up again against the AI and play as a team, although my teammate is tremendously disloyal, I have to say. Um, she, she shot me too. Yeah, so we're, you know, we certainly, we've had a lot of fun just playing with the one track in multiple different ways, which I think is great. So one of the things that uh, um, that makes it easy to then have multiple tracks later is that each of these tracks is just rollable. So there's a tube, and you just roll it up around the tube. 
And so when you're done playing, you don't have to disassemble anything. Uh, you just rolls up. You can put it in the closet. And when you're ready to play again, it just takes you two seconds to roll it out. Um, and so that convenience makes it easier to have uh, many of these environments. And where can we order them from? <laughs> ah, so they are um, uh, available today um, in Apple stores, as you know. And on Monday, they'll be available on Apple.com as well. What is the age rating on this on this actual act? Yeah, this is uh, this is something we're really happy about. So we have had uh, we have had people uh, play anywhere from four and five year olds all the way up to um, grandparents that are uh, playing with it and don't have any kids. And so the rating is. Um, do we have an official rating? I. No, it's pretty much any age group. And so it's a software that actually makes it possible for even somebody who doesn't have any motor skills to just kind of push a button and compete against their parents and shoot. But then if we got together, we start getting competitive and, and start coming up with different strategies that work. What about having them on a, let's for, you're saying it's for Macs, for um, iOS devices. What about um, MacBook Pros and um, those sort of devices? Are they accessible? for computers as well, for Macs? Uh, so right now they're not, but there's nothing that stops us from doing that in the future because for us, the mobile device is, in effect, the, um, the brain, the choreographer behind all this kind of real-world experience. And that phone could be replaced by a MacBook Pro just as easily um, as long as it has wireless connectivity. And that's the interesting thing. You could even have it in the cloud where we could have a server thinking and getting even more fiendish for your car. Um, we started with um, the mobile devices just because that's um, the most convenient form factor and it's also very uh, common and, um, and you have iPod touches and iPads that are family devices. Um, but uh, especially when you have like the SDK, for example, you actually would use your laptop and you'd be controlling cars from your laptop because you'd be actually compiling and making projects. Thanks, so I think we've got time for one last question. Yes, sir. Um, how affordable is this to get, like, like the set with the cars and everything like that? And so the, uh, 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 the this is the piece that we're, we're actually most proud of because traditionally, um, if you want to have robotics um, applications where characters understand where they are and they do positioning, you're using $5,000 sensors, and that doesn't translate very well to a, a product in an Apple store. Um, the base set for uh, of uh, Drive is 179 pounds, and the additional characters are 49 pounds. And, uh, um, and right now, there's six available characters, um, including two that comes in the base set. Thanks for your question. Okay, well, thank you very much to everyone for joining us, and thank you to Boris for running us through the system. Um, and I guess I will let you all go. And thank you to Flea. What? Yeah, and Flea, thank you Flea, so much. Did you have fun? Yes. Goodbye. Any parting words? No. Words of wisdom. Yeah, no words no. of wisdom. Just winning. Please. Just thank focused you for like a laser. Thank you, Fleet, and thank, thank you, you, you Boris. Thank you for your help. And uh, Sally, thank you very much for... Thank you. Yeah.